Uh, hey, I'm Ken. And I'm Deanna. And this is episode three of Pumpkin Spice Thrillers. Scary movies for basic people. Boo. For today's episode, we'll be talking about Fear, the 1996 film starring Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg. And as always, we'll be spoiling anything there is to spoil. So uh, if you've never seen the movie and you'd like to first, hop onto Amazon Video to stream it. Um, or just fire up the old VHS player if you've got a copy lying around. But if you've already seen it or never planned to, uh, listen away. Okay, all right. So, Fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought like with Fear we really... We've found it. Yeah. If there is a psychosexual thriller out yes, there, I mean, yes, we've struggled yes. a little bit with, like, what exactly is the definition of a psychosexual thriller? Fear is a psychosexual thriller. I couldn't agree with you more. It checks all three boxes of all three parts of that phrase, and it's crazy. So, Deanna, my experience, I, I think I was the one who suggested doing this because this is this is one of those movies that I remember playing on, like, TNT maybe or like TBS I don't know it would be like on reruns throughout my childhood growing up and I remember seeing like bits and pieces and then finally seeing the whole thing and just my mind being blown and once in a while I'll just like have flashbacks and think about it I mean just to jump ahead for a second the scene where Mark Wahlberg is tattooing Nicole (laughs) for Eva Eva. Mm -hmm. Nicole number four EVA all across his torso and rubbing the ink from the Bic pen right into it. Homemade yes. tattoo. Yep. That scene probably pops into my head once every six months. Um, wow. And not just because of Mark Wahlberg's body. Also. Because <laughs> you're using Bic pens all the also time. Also so crazy. Also the forever. Yeah. Um, anyway. That kicked it all off for, you know, how you sign your yearbooks and everything. So Definitely. When definitely. did you first watch it? Uh, probably, I, mean, I must have been 12 or 13. Um, wow. But, okay. yeah, but it's really stuck with me. And again, like always in the back of my mind when I think psychosexual thriller, like this has got to be, although I feel like this one gets overlooked. People, people remember fatal attraction. They mm-hmm. remember maybe the more critically acclaimed mm-hmm. psychosexual thrillers, but I feel like this one kind of, um, yeah, people forget about it despite some really great performances by some pretty relevant actors today. Uh, how about you? Had you heard of this movie? Had you ever seen it before I suggested it? No, I have literally never heard of it, seen it. It's like it never existed in my consciousness. Um, I guess I didn't have access to cable, so there was no TBS or TNT reruns for me to be aware of. Mm. 1996, I was still pretty fobby. I just like don't think I never knew existed until this year. Maybe define fob for our our listeners. Oh yeah, it means fresh off the boat. Like you're just kind of, you know, like newly immigrant. Got it. Yeah. Deanna's an immigrant. I am. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, but when we started doing this podcast, I think you mentioned it. And then anytime I spoke to friends who also share passion for psychosexual thrillers and fear come up, people were just so excited to talk about it. I remember being on vacation with friends and people were talking about another iconic scene where Mark Wahlberg is uh, beating his chest. Mm. Like, just... Like, fist balled up, hitting himself in the chest, staring straight ahead. Someone explained that scene to me. I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What is this movie? So uh, this is, like, the first time I saw it. 
I love it. I love yeah. it. I can't wait to unpack it with you. Yeah. So um, should we start with like a quick summary so people know what's up? Okay. Let's do it. Great. So here's a summary I have uh, prepared. No, Nicole Walker, an upper middle class high school girl played by Reese Witherspoon, falls in love with David, a hoodlum drug dealer from the wrong side of the tracks. Mm. Nicole happily loses her virginity to him, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> says the IMDb review. Uh, but when she begins to doubt the relationship, his tenderness turns to violence as he stalks and terrorizes her and her family. And the girl's father never trusted him in the first place, but his reservations about David are interpreted as edible paranoia until the boy and his drug-dealing, date-raping buddies besiege their house. Quite a long summary, uh, but I think it captures a lot of the uh, strange plot twists. Wow. And um, I am now looking at the same summary, and you, you missed out a very important part at the end. The Seattle setting juxtaposes a grunge rock underworld with true. an overprivileged suburban household and includes a very sexual ride on a roller coaster. Absolutely true. Yes. Uh, and yes, former underwear model Wahlberg appears shirtless several times. Also true. Yeah. Um, although not quite enough. I feel like they underutilize him in this. That's true. And a uh, fun fact, while I was doing some basic research, one, Reese and Mark were dating at the time. Didn't even they, know. Yeah, didn't even know I that was a no thing. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. But for her. Yeah. Honestly. And then um, the director's James Foley, director of also the critically acclaimed Glengarry Glenn Ross, mm. but then the less critically acclaimed Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Free. Mm. So. If you have ever been on any sort of sales team, <laughs> at one point, you've probably been to a training where you watched that one That's scene true. from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I know nothing else about the yeah. rest of the movie. No, we all put that gift in a one motivational sales yes, yes, yes. thing. That's correct. Because we're adding a little something to this month's sales contest. As you all know, first prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize, a set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. Okay, great. Um, I also, I love that you chose the Rotten Tomatoes summary, which gives everything in the entire movie away. Yeah, that summary um, was very robust. Because otherwise <laughs> the summary would literally be like, a girl and boy dates, dad is suspicious, uh, uh, violence ensues. Totally, which I think is like a better way to summarize a movie. Oh, but honestly, since we're spoiling, like, let's just get there. Okay. So now that people know the broad strokes, I mean, how is the best way to talk about this movie? Should we... Do a, I mean, should it just be like thematic and things we notice? Should we jump around or should we just like I mean, start at the beginning? I think starting at the beginning is fine. I felt, I found myself scribbling notes furiously throughout mm. the whole thing. I mean, I Same. think let's just bring up what happened and just get in, get into it, I think. Okay. Yeah, I have so many notes. I was actually, I was so excited. I, um, um, it's like, you know what, I'm just going to experience the movie. I've seen it before. I won't. I'll just, like, write down high-level thoughts later. Yeah. And I found this um, Visa debit card agreement <laughs> from Charles Schwab Bank lying on the coffee table. Um, and just had to use every just bit of white space wow. to just cover. Covered with notes. You know, just cover with my notes. Yeah. Just always something to say about yeah. this movie. Um, yeah, I mean... So the open. Let's just start with like the opening scene. Great. Right. Opening scene. Reese Witherspoon in the shower. Oh right? yeah. Young Reese Witherspoon, like taking a shower, kind of foggy glass. You only see her head. She's washing her hair, and then cut to her dad, like on a run. Mm. Her dad, who by the way looks young. I can't tell. Her dad's pretty young. Also, I feel like the opener is just very like my dad's intense. Like he's an athlete, yeah. which also is weird because the rest of the movie he's on this very intense run. Yes. And the way he ends his run, it makes it clear. I think you're supposed to be like, oh, you were like 
a track star in college because right. he 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 um or do tracks they don't have a ribbon on track but I don't know he's like running as though he's running through a, a ribbon at the end of the race yes. and like breaking the ribbon yeah um so he seems like he's supposed to be like very intense like macho man's man yeah but then later on in the movie he actually seems kind of like a like a nerd to yeah me. I it was very confusing like why they set it up he basically runs like he looks like he's running for his life. And then he gets home, and then he says something like, the dog's coming to get the paper, and he, like, grabs it from the dog, and he says, I've eaten meaner dogs than you for breakfast. I was like, who is this man? What is, totally. What is this scene about? He's like king of the castle, you know? Like, this is his domain. This is his roost. He's in charge of everything that goes on here. Yeah. And then you meet the stepmom, who is played by Amy Brenneman. Kind of an Andy McDowell lookalike yes. was my feel. Yeah, but, like, she's on, like, Transparent now. Oh, is she? Yeah, she. Oh, yeah, Amy Brenneman. She's so young in it, but Wait, she's um. The she's sister. the she's the hot sister. Yes, the one who. Has, no. Yeah. Yes. Wait, she looks so young today. How is she in this 1996 movie already as like that's a stepmom? Why, that's why I feel like the she parents... looks older in this 1996 movie than she does in 2017 <laughs> in Transparent. Literally. Like yeah, that's why I thought like the. Wait, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, let's look up how old she. I is. had no idea. But now that I say it, doesn't I mean it? Now it clicks. I knew she looked familiar, but I just I was like, oh, they couldn't get Andy McDowell, <laughs> so they got this other woman and said, try and be Andy McDowell. Yeah, so she is fifty three now. And she looks phenomenal. And she was okay. So she was thirty two when she played the stepmom. It's crazy. That's why I thought the parents seemed also like just too young to have Reese Witherspoon. I don't Although know. Although she she was Reese Witherspoon's stepmom. Oh, that's this true. This was also like this was kind of for no reason. But Reese Witherspoon has a mom who's never really talked about. Right. And then the and then the son, the like little brother, brother yes. is also the. Son of the stepmom from a previous marriage right. because like in the very bunch. beginning he's like, Oh, I was hanging out with my dad, and then but he was like picking up women, yeah. And then the and then later he calls Reese Witherspoon's dad, dad, and the dad's like, He called me dad, yeah. which was such a I mean, it was such a throwaway. Like, the son is not important in this right. movie, right. The relationship, the fact that he's not Reese Witherspoon's full brother, also, he and Reese look so much alike, like they're both blonde, but both of their parents are not blonde. It was just like it seemed. Like an unnecessary detail, but on the other hand, maybe that just like adds extra texture to their no, life. It's just I, like a okay. real. I agree with you completely because there are always these extra details about characters, and you think that they might actually be like the key to solving some plot twist, but they mm. go nowhere. Like the kind of hints they drop about Reese's mom, like oh, like she was this way or that way, or I can't even like oh, when I lived down in like you know, and I've only been up here for a year. Yeah, when I was with my mom, it was like this, but then her mom never is explained. Totally. Never find out why they get divorced. Nothing. No. Yeah. Um, let's also talk about so early on in the scene, you you meet all the main characters, obviously, but you also see Reese's home, which is mm. this gorgeous home right on the. I don't even know what body of water is in Seattle. Like the Sound. Yeah. Does that sound right? Like they're yeah. on the Sound. I don't know, but they're on this like deserted outcropping, right in like the bay or the ocean or whatever. It's so beautiful. Um, and it's very, like, looking forward to Reese Witherspoon's role in Big Little Lies, where she's also in this, like, beautiful coastal home. Um, and there's, like, infidelity and whatever. And also, actually, it's so funny, Reese is playing the same exact age as her daughter in Big Little Lies. Right. And she's also, like, losing her virginity, worrying her parents. Oh, my gosh. 
Reese Witherspoon. I wonder if while Reese was shooting Big Little Lies, she looked at the girl playing her teen daughter and was like, oh my God, like you are me. I like, I should tell you what this next 20 years is going to be like wow. for you. I feel like we should write her a tweet and ask her if she felt that Let's way. tweet it. I don't think anyone's ever asked her that. Um, okay, so I also want to get to this because the Reese's whole look is like in that first breakfast scene. So all this unfolds kind of like in the first five minutes of the movie. And then dad comes home. They're all like making family breakfast, talking about some concert that they're going to go to together as a family. And Reese's outfit, do you remember? She's wearing like a school... So she's wearing like a... Like a- very 90s, like, schoolgirl dress kind of thing. Yeah. But lacy yes. socks and lacy, Mary Jane. Really socks and Really lacy socks and Mary Jane. major cleavage. Like, major <laughs> cleavage. And her dad literally is like, um, oh, like, maybe we should buy you some new clothes because that looks like clothes that you wore like a little girl that don't even fit you anymore, basically. <laughs> like, the whole look was crazy. But, um, but that was also an interesting dynamic because the stepmom, I couldn't exactly, I mean, again, maybe this is because it's a great movie and it's just like the textures of everyday life. Like it's not all cut and dried. Right. They could have made the stepmom straight villain or they could have made her like really sympathetic, yeah. but they really played around with it. Like in the opening scene, the stepmom steps in and like defends Reese's right to dress however she wants. Right, and right. the vibe is like, oh, dad is super overprotective and she's the cool stepmom being like, yes. hey, we just took her out and bought her that dress. Like, yeah cool it whereas later her stepmom calls her a slut no okay we should just talk about i it. know we should just like um so that's her setting the scene i'm trying to remember i mean obviously the core of this movie is the relationship between reese witherspoon um and mark Wahlberg. right so, so how let's talk meet? about how they meet yeah so okay this also very interesting she gets to school with and meets up with her, I guess her best friend, played by a, a very young Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, and then one other guy. I think it's Gary. His name is Gary, yeah. Yeah. Gary's, then, like, pretty irrelevant. Yeah. Although Gary's, like, cute, so it's weird that it's just Gary and the two of them, but there's no... Nothing, like, sexy between the no, three of them. Right, right. Maybe Gary's gay. Maybe that's, this is, like, an early okay, coded reference to gay... I was wondering. Oh, Gary. Gary. <laughs> no, right, so... um. And they, like, ditch class, no English lit. Okay, and then where do they go? I'm very, very confused. Thank you. This is so weird. Yes. They go to, like, a, like, it looks like it's, like, a day party. It's like but a it's, like, a coffee rock. shop also, sandwich bar. Yes, they're ordering sandwiches. And it, but, but they're also, like, oh, my God, like, no one can know we've been here. Like, it's so cool that we're going here, but our parents would never be okay with it. It's, like, literally a coffee shop right. with and, sandwiches. Yeah, but also, like, playing pool, and it's, like, completely packed, but obviously it's, like, a weekday, and they have <laughs> at just two PM. school. It's yeah. a weekday at 2 p.m., and it's full of yes. just the roughest characters yes. you have ever seen in your but life. But then they're all, like, getting a pastrami sandwich and a slice of chocolate cake. Totally. Like, and a slice of chocolate cake. Yes. That was a weird detail. Yeah. Um, and so that's where they kind of lock eyes with Mark Wahlberg. Mm. He is with, like, another kind of, like, burly motorcycle-riding-looking guy. Oh, this disgusting-looking <laughs> yeah. guy with right. just, like, so unwashed. Not And not, like, a cute guy who's unwashed. This is just, like, I don't know, just this, like, ugly grunge man. Yeah. Old, whatever. And, of course, because we're early on, we're signaled, like, yeah. the Alyssa Milano character yeah. is damaged. She's so damaged. Yeah. Damaged, damaged Alyssa Milano, like, immediately, who's, like, so hot, right? Yeah. Is immediately drawn to this, to this like, gross-looking gross man. man who's not even, like, tough. He's not, like, big and muscly and tattooed. No. He's just, like, a, like, gnome. He looks like a, <laughs> like a hobbit in a leather trench coat. 
it's it's not it's not a cute look, but she goes straight for him. And actually, I feel like this is a very classic. Like Reese Witherspoon is our heroine, right? So she's blonde. She's so innocent. She's mm-hmm. a, she's actually like not even really a rebel. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't really want to go to her the James Taylor concert with her family. Right. But she just she does because yeah. it's the right thing to yeah. do. Like she's a good girl. Yeah. She's not rebelling. Yeah. Whereas Alyssa Milano is like rebelling yeah. with a capital R. Yeah, very much so. Um, and it's just kind of like I felt bad for Alyssa because like the pair off. It's like of course like the best <laughs> friends would both end up dating two bad boys. Like, but Reese gets a date. Like Mark look is hot and like totally cute and buff and, and seems also- really like sweet. Also in the beginning, he's yeah. really like. He listens really well. Right. Their meet cute later is really great. Um, whereas Alyssa Milano's guy is like, well, he's basically <laughs> nonverbal. I don't think he speaks the entire movie. He's really ugly. Yes. Um, he's violent. Yes. And all he does is like, he'll be like making out with Alyssa yeah. Milano and choking her against yeah. the wall. Yes. And then turn and make eye contact with Reese oh Witherspoon across the room and grab his crotch and yeah. shake it at yeah. Like <laughs> he is, I mean, he is like the, just like the, I mean, he, he is like the clearest representation of pure evil I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. yeah and just like gross masculinity. I don't know. Yeah. No, don't call that gross masculinity. He's not, it's not, I, I would say like but the dad like, is supposed to be masculine. He's like not even, he's just supposed to be, I like feel like it's like Alyssa animal? Milano's, he's like an, yeah, well I feel like Alyssa Milano's best way of saying like fuck you to her absent father oh. is to be like, guess what dad, I'm boning this guy and he's not even cute. Like he's yeah. just like yeah. awful. Yeah, we should have got more Alyssa Milano back here. To see, not, no explanation for why she's like that though. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, no, there was a little explanation. Remember, we meet her mom very briefly, and her mom's oh. like, "Hey, girls, like I left yeah. money and like the car keys oh and everything gosh. on the table, right. like while they're lying on the pool." And she's like, "I'm off to meet, you know, like Benjamin." And he's like, "Who's Benjamin?" And she's like, "Ah, some other rich guy. My mom's boning." Yeah, exactly. But like, he he's has like a pot old. Belly. He has he's old with a pot belly. Maybe, like like mother like daughter. Exactly. Oh, my I think we're like, oh, the mom's like kind of a gold digger like sleeping around whatever so, so much texture to this movie so much texture also I actually had to do a phone a friend I think our listeners will remember first one fan we had to phone a friend and be like high school swim meets yes. do they do mandatory drug testing yes my phone a friend here I tested a friend of mine from Seattle and was like everyone in this movie very clearly based in Seattle they're constantly showing like the space needle or whatever yeah sweeping shots of the mountains and again the sound I feel like the sound whatever body of water they're on um it's like, I'm watching a movie based in Seattle. Everyone has an outdoor pool. Yeah. Is that normal? He was like, absolutely not. Have never been to an outdoor <sighs> pool the entire time. I was in Seattle. Why did they all have outdoor pools? They all had outdoor pools. And they were like amazing, like infinite pools. Like just very like large. Totally yeah. large pools just like cascading yeah. into the sound. Yeah. Um, unrealistic real estate. And so, okay, so that's where they lock eyes is in this, like, coffee bar pool hall. But then they actually meet up at a rave on accident, right? Is that totally. okay? So yeah. I only knew it was a rave because I looked it up later. That was, like, a strange – I just – It was, music, like, a Burning Man party, it was to be like, Yeah, the music was, like, really kind of grungy or rock. Mm. But then the dancing was terrible. Did you know The dancing this? was terrible. But I have wondered this for forever. Like, how did people in the 90s dance when they went out? Because, like, <laughs> all they had to listen to was – Bare Naked Ladies and, like, Smashing Pumpkins. I don't know right. how you dance to that. It was, like, wiggling bodies and hand motion. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely, like, a Burning Man party. They're also 
to show that it was really crazy. And remember, this is 1996. As she's walking around and seeing this, like, huge warehouse party, she sees a couple guys making out. It's like, right. oh, like, it's really crazy. Yes, 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 yes. Very underground. Um, and so then they eventually kind of meet up at this party. And what I noticed, so then they're like, he drives her by the lake. It's kind of romantic. They're like, he's like kind of sweet, quiet, speaks in a very low voice, very Boston twang, like doesn't say much. Kind Was of it thing. Boston? I thought he talked like somebody who try, like trying to do an impression <laughs> of like a 90 year old person from Brooklyn. <laughs> there was some East Coast twang. There was some, yeah, very strong. Very strong. Very strong. But one thing I noticed about him immediately, and it kept on coming back, is did you notice the way he would kiss her? Okay. First of all, yes. he would always start by like open mouth kissing her face, not, not lip, her lips. Not lips. A non lip. Okay, thank he's, you. He starts it was, like, no, forehead? Forehead. Just, just the most just like heart open lipped. Puckered lips, just smooching a forehead. Just like almost, there aren't teeth involved, but he's almost like, it's <laughs> almost like her cheekbone is an ice cream cone yes. and he's like, or like a lollipop. Taking it fully inside his mouth. Yeah. No, it's, it's it was very disturbing. I, I <laughs> And I, at first I was like, maybe it's the first shot, like the first time he's just so passionate. Every time. Every time. Any shoulder, I'm so glad neck, you that just, too. Always, yeah. it's always... Whatever body part is always going inside his mouth between his yeah. open lips. And it's not sexy, I don't think. It's, it's pretty n- weird. It's very weird, and I wonder if the direction was like, <laughs> make it, like, let's do something, like, weird with the kissing, yeah. or if they were just, like, just, like, really, pa- like, Passionate. because we're supposed to be into their relationship in the beginning. Like, there's not that much telegraphing that he's creepy in the beginning. Right. I actually thought he seemed really nice. Also, you, I, so we're trying not to do a full play-by-play, but it's so hard because there's hard. so much to talk about in yeah. this movie. But they're at this warehouse party, and she's, like, having so much fun. Alyssa Milano sees scary grunge man yeah. who she's, she hasn't <laughs> spoken to yet. She just saw him. They saw him at the coffee shop. She runs off to dance with him. But so she's just standing alone, and all of a sudden, Mark Wahlberg, like, pops out yep. of nowhere. Yep. And is chatting to her, and is like, hey, you're not dancing. And he goes, maybe because no one's asked me yet. And he gives her this little smile. He's like, wait, this is cute. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, huge fight breaks out between grungy guy and someone else. Right. Typical. The entire warehouse, like, breaks down and start. everyone starts fleeing. Yeah. And it's like, it was kind of scary. It was like, oh, this is like the type of thing where people get trampled to death. Yes. There was, and there was like helicopters and policemen and she's like on the roof trying to climb down the fire escape. All very dramatic. Totally. So that's when they escape and they like end up talking and they talk about his past and his like parents have this cute, perfect relationship and he's been here for a while. At no point do they say how old he is or what he's doing. Like we know Reese is in high school. Yes. High school. We don't know anything about him. I mean, yeah, he looks like he's associating with a 45-year-old man. So totally. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, so then they start dating, and I want to get to this one scene yeah. where uh, the family gets a meet. So he's like, I want to meet your family. Mm. So uh, Alyssa Milano, him, they all come over to the house. And I have to just say, I did not know which way the movie was going to go because the sexual energy between the three younger oh, children and children the parents and I, the parents. Oh. it was like 
Okay, so um, the stepmom is like flirting with him because oh. he's like helping her plant trees or some like weird kind of sexual energy. It's a lot. Then Alyssa Milano is like literally bending over the study and showing the dad her butt cheeks. Like it oh, was every which way. Every which way. Alyssa Milano, I could not. I mean, like what is this scene accomplishing in the movie? Like is it make – because the dad never – on this no. like Alyssa Milano is fully just like inviting yes. her best friend's father to fuck her yes. at his leisure yes while Mark Wahlberg is watching he's in while the while Mark Wahlberg is watching the dad doesn't act on it but doesn't like look away I almost thought like maybe they had history maybe they had was, like, history and then, and then, like the dad overhears the stepmom, like kind of flirting with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And then they are kind of like rocky, and I was just like, I don't know where the movie's gonna go now. Totally. Yeah, it was a very, uh, very interesting. And I, I want to ask you this: like, did you at any point think that there was something weird going on between Reese's character and her father? Like, was there, like that, like daddy daughter thing? Like, I couldn't tell if it actually was gonna turn into something. Like, he feels like. He's kind of possessive, possessive of her or controlling. And at one point they're in the car and he goes, she goes, oh, like she calls her dad, um, my little sugar plum. And her dad right. calls her my little nectarine. And I was like, yeah. there's some other history we're going to find out. But then it never really goes there, right? Yeah. I don't know. I felt like he, I, I felt like at different points in the movie, they were trying to play with him being like crazy possessive dad. Yeah. And then at other points they were like, uh, eh, let's actually like. We don't want him to be at all scared. We don't want to be worried about, like, Reese with him. Like, right. we want him to be a good guy. Right. But it also is strange that towards the end, they don't set this up, but towards the end, he's, like, he seems to be, like, a landscape architect throughout the movie until yeah. the end, the wife is, like, don't worry, the house is completely secure. Double reinforced doors, security codes. You designed it yourself to be, like, impenetrable, remember? And we're, like, wait, 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 wait. Why is the dad designing a house to be impenetrable? Like, what? Like, we have no background into why he's so security-focused, yeah. and we never even heard that he was security-focused yeah. before. I, I literally thought he worked for the mob for the first half of the movie, mm. even though I guess there was, like, mentions of landscaping, because, it, like, some guy, Eddie, would call it all nights of, of all times of the day True. and just be like, oh, we need it at three, or, like, did you send it? Or, like, the client's here, and he's always, like, kind of mysteriously rushing off, and I just didn't even know what he did for a profession. Totally. I mean, there were some scenes where you would see him at his computer, like, literally, like, moving, like, bushes oh. from one side of a house to another, okay. like, in okay. a diagram. Surely. Which also is, like, this must be a really well-paying profession in 1996 because he's doing, he's doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was lots of weird multi-directional sexual energy. Yes. Um, in that scene that everybody, yeah, very, very strange. And also, I mean, I think one of the things you're supposed to take away from that, too, was, like, okay, like, Mark Wahlberg is this dangerous influence definitely mm -hmm. but Alyssa Milano I think like this scene you're like oh okay Alyssa Milano I mean Reese Witherspoon Alyssa Milano is your best friend right but she if not through like throwing you in with David yeah she's gonna fuck up your life in some way because yeah. she's just pushing the limit oh, she's like yeah she's so bad she's she will fuck your dad yeah. she will do whatever she wants to do and yeah. she will not feel bad about it so after the warehouse party when they hang out for the first time and mark Wahlberg like kisses her face really strangely 
Um, one thing that they set up early on is Reese Witherspoon, again, she's the innocent one. Alyssa Milano is, like, pushing the limits. Um, but Mark Wahlberg starts moving from kissing her face oh, to yeah. kissing her mouth. Yep. And just, like, kind of your standard, like, now that he's actually, now that they're kissing each other, his, like, open mouth thing is much more normal, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're just having, like, a normal kiss. And then all of a sudden, she stops him. It's like, oh, no. No, no, no. And then was, she goes... But he was, like, grabbing her boobs. Oh, was he? Yeah, I thought he was yeah. just French kissing her. Was, and she stopped him. Like, too. And he's like, no, 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 no. I guess you've discovered my... I guess you've discovered my weakness or my... I guess you've discovered what's wrong with me. Right, right. And indicating that she's a virgin, right? right. Which I thought was funny. Like, oh, I can't French kiss you because I'm a virgin. Yeah. Um, and... He, of course, was like, that makes you even more perfect. Yeah, I know. That like, was, creepy. Yeah. Um, and he was like, and I want to, like, be with you, and I want to respect you. I want to respect <laughs> you. Yeah, totally. that line. What a line. Totally. So, so it's set up, like, Mark Wahlberg, older, unclear what he's doing with his life, more experience, Reese, virgin, young, but, like, he's sweeping her off her feet, yep. driving, him, driving her around in his fancy car that's, like, almost exactly the same as the dad's. Oh, wait. Also, when we see his car for the first time, Reese goes, isn't this... It's this, like, old... It's, like, a vintage convertible. Yeah. Again, almost exactly the same as her dad's vintage convertible. And Reese is like, oh, well, isn't this the kind of car that they recalled yeah. because they were blowing up? Yeah. And he goes, yep. She's like... So, and he's like, well, I just felt bad. She was so lonely and no one was going to buy her. And like, it's not her fault that they made her wrong. And so I, a hundred percent, even having seen this before, I was like, oh, it must be that like at a certain point towards the end, Mark Wahlberg will be like driving after yeah. them yeah. and then his car will explode. Yeah. Like, why would they, it's like that whole thing with Chekhov, like if you, if if right. in scene number one, there's a gun hanging above the sofa, it has to go off in act three. No. Yeah. It, exactly. No, nothing ever yeah. happened. Nothing bad happens with a car. No. It's like constant foreshadowing. Constant. Totally. Yeah. Um, so do you want to take us into when uh, Reese? Yeah. So I think this is what most people think of when they think of fear mm. is um, they are at like a carnival. The, the Our uh, two double date couples are there. They're like you know, shooting for stuffed animal toys or eating cotton candy. And then, uh, Reese and Mark, they go on a roller coaster and I don't even know quite how to explain the scene. I mean, basically like wild horses is the song. That's all. Uh, just this like cover, this cover of wild horses. Is, like, By like Sarah McLaughlin. With like Sarah McLaughlin singing <laughs> wild horses. This play is over and over again throughout yes. the course of yes. the movie. Yeah. And I mean, they're like on the roller coaster, sitting side by side. It's like a like a fair kind of roller coaster. Um, they're like holding hands. Then she's like, you know, putting her his hand like more and more up her <laughs> skirt, and then it just like pans her face. And then you know, the roller coaster is reaching a climax. She's, she's reaching, reaching a climax. climax. He fingers her to climax yeah. on a roller coaster. On a roller coaster. Also, just the look of extreme tenderness and love on her face as she guides his hand. Yes. Up her miniskirt oh is some. Um, really impressive acting <laughs> yeah. for me. I'm really yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, while you're, like, 
going up the incline of a roller coaster. It's just, it's a lot of multitasking. Also, was this movie before or after Cruel Intentions? Because... Had to be before. America in the 90s was intent... It was... Was this movie before or after Cruel Intentions? Because America in the 90s was obsessed with deflowering... That's a great point. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, Night, Cruel Intentions, 1999. I feel like they yeah. saw an, an innocent Reese Witherspoon get deflowered in fear. Yeah. And they're like, that's what we need for Cruel Intentions. Yeah, and I think it's the theme of like many 90s, early 2000s movies. It's like all constantly the plot line is losing your virginity. Losing like, your virginity. She's all that. I'm sure there's a bajillion others. It's always about like who it is. How I mean, does it happen? Exactly. I mean, that's the... That sort of early on, Alyssa Milano is like, you always remember your first, right. not your second, not your third. <laughs> I thought oh she was going to keep going, not your 20th, <laughs> not your, um, but yeah, you always remember your first. It's like, yep, I think she's going to remember this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Definitely memorable. Definitely going to remember it. So, uh, he fingers her to climax <laughs> 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 on this roller coaster. Yep. While Wild Horses, while Sarah McLachlan <laughs> sings Wild Horses, which I'm sure is also how every teen girl in the 90s imagined yeah. her first time happening. Yeah. <laughs> but then she has her actual first time, first time. Yeah. Parents away. She, like, gives them the access code, the house. She's, like, a, like she's like, oh, well, like, I might be asleep by the time you get here. She's, like, in, like, she is asleep. He, like, comes to her bedroom and she's, like, only sleeping in her bra and her underwear. Right, like yep. virgin white everything, um, and then they kind of do the deed, and he deflowers her, and during it he says, "I love you." Mm. Also, I read. I don't know if you looked at any of the trivia, but one of the two pieces of trivia available <laughs> on IMDb for this movie is that whenever David or Nicole say "I love you" to each other, the other does not respond. That's right. So that's right. So she yeah. doesn't say it right away. She's. She's easy, yeah, she but. takes a while, which I actually am pretty impressed because she's supposed to be kind of like, oh, this like young girl, totally. and like maybe she's swept off her feet and like completely manipulated, but then she's not really because she's kind of like doesn't say it back in the moment. Totally. Or she does end up, you know, as he starts to behave badly, she ends up kind of like trying to get rid of him a bunch. Yeah. Um, so all of this, like, up till now, you're like, this is this is sweet. And it's forbidden. I mean, the fact that on the side you're seeing him hang out with his creepy friends and, like, yeah. stuff is happening and it's creepy. and um, But still, their relationship is pretty great. Until yeah. the day after they have sex, he comes to pick her up and sees her hugging Gary. Platonic. Completely. Plat- completely platonically. Yeah. Um, and he gets out of the car and beats Gary to the ground yes. and starts kicking he kicks him, him in the ribs like 15 times. Which, by the way, like the next day, Gary somehow just at school with literally yeah, not Gary's one Gary's just fine. <laughs> Gary would like be in the ICO no, based he on this. Would. And he also like accidentally like pushes her and she like gets a black eye from it. Yeah, he pushes her to the ground and somehow she gets a black, black eye. <laughs> yeah. Because she like, <laughs> which seemed <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. But, you know. Okay, so then this is, like, what I thought was crazy about this the stepmom, crazy. right? This was crazy. So she wakes up the next morning. She has a black eye. She's, like, furious. David, whatever. But, like, she needs to go to school. And uh, I guess um, 
her stepmom notices the black guy. He's like, oh, what happened? She's like, oh, like I got it like playing volleyball at gym <laughs> class, totally. right? And so then the stepmom proceeds to help her cover up the cover black guy. Cover it up so her dad doesn't see. So her dad doesn't see. And but like the line she says when she's like, Oh, look, like, oh, like, um, Nicole's going to school, like, are you like look how pretty she is today. Like kind of trying to draw his attention to totally. her. Like crazy mind games. And then he's like, oh, okay, all right. And, like, give her, you know, dad a kiss. Like, she gives him a kiss. She goes to school. And then he's kind of, like, says to the stepmom, like, oh, what was that all about? And what does she say? She says, I gave her a makeup lesson so she wouldn't look like a slut. Yeah. Like, it totally. didn't make any sense. Well, it, I think it was because – I think the whole setup here is – Earlier in the movie, Nicole comes back late oh, from being true. with David. She's wearing a lot of makeup. Her stepmom is justifiably mad because she, you know, and it's like pre-cell phone. She can't reach Nicole. Nicole's back really late. The dad's out of town, so the stepmom's like, great. I'm trying to be the cool stepmom, but I have to take care of her. Like, what if she's dead? And so I, she's just like, go to bed, Nicole, whatever, whatever. And then... Um, and then just lashes out with yeah. and take off that makeup. You look like a slut. Yes. Which also, like, it's bedtime. Nicole's going to take off her makeup. Like, you didn't. I just, that's, like, really rude. But, yeah, regardless. It was really rude. And then the dad had heard about it and was, you know, justifiably concerned. Right. Although maybe not as concerned as I feel like he could have been about that level of comment. But Yeah. So I feel like this was, like, a playful, like, things are things are getting better. Like, I realize I screwed up before, so. Yeah. It, it was just strange because she kind of was proud of it, but then really totally. what she was doing was covering up like domestic, domestic abuse. That is exactly was, what like, I scribbled proud. down. She was like proud. I was like, Laura is bonding with her stepdaughter by covering up her domestic abuse yes. with yes, makeup, and like, hiding it from her father. Like how to be a battered woman one on one with yeah. the stepmom. Not good. Not good for Laura. So anyway, so she's upset, and at this point, I'm kind of like, okay, well, we know she ends up getting. She has to get back with Mark. So I kind of thought that she was you know, going to be really weak and go right back right. to him. But she actually really stands up for yes. herself for a while mm-hmm. and, like, doesn't go meet up with him. He's leaving notes in her locker. Oh, also, Parallels to Swim fan, notes in people's lockers. Yeah. Also, big Parallel to Swim fan. Um, what was what was her name? Erica Christensen's character? Laura Madison. Uh, Madison Bell. Right, right. Erica Christensen's character, who also, like, seems much older than everyone else, even though she's actually a student at the school, she is very creepy with the protagonist's parents, with the protagonist's mm. mom. Remember, mm-hmm. she, like, visits the mom and brings her flowers yes. and is charming her? Yes. Just like David yeah. is super creepy about trying to get in with the parents early on. and like, Yeah. Um, like throwing the stepmom in the pool playfully totally, and all this crazy Totally. Stuff. Too much sexual tension. Um, but anyway, she they end up getting back together. I kind of forget why, I guess. Mark Wahlberg is just like, hey, I didn't know it was Gary. I thought it was a guy trying to hurt you, which clearly no. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and yeah, so they end up getting back together and breaking up, I think, like a couple times, basically. Or, oh, I think we're meant to believe that it's because she is, the stepmom ends up later comforting Reese Witherspoon because Reese Witherspoon confesses. We hear her saying... He was just kicking Gary over and over and over again, and he wouldn't stop. And then the dad overhears and comes in and is like, wait, he attacked Gary. Yeah. Did he give you that black eye? Yeah. And Reese doesn't answer. Yeah. And then later, the dad to the stepmom is like, 
he gave her a black eye. And the stepmom's like, she said she got it in gym class. It's like, stepmom, she was just telling you that the guy snapped and was kicking right. her best friend right. over and over and over again. Yeah. And you're still like, well, I mean, she said. Yeah. The child told me. She told me yeah. that it was gym class. And she was like, the stepmom was totally fine with them getting back together, despite seeing that he was extremely violent. Right, right. And uh, yeah, that also I have to say during that scene when she was comforting her and the dad comes in, did you or did you not notice the dad like in a robe, but his like chest was fully like exposed. He had like no undershirt on. I just, I kept on being like, are we supposed to think? You were so essentially attuned <laughs> to the dad through this movie. I was not. All of my notes were about the dad. <laughs> no, it was just so strange because like his daughter's like crying and, and it, was, it was just, I, I couldn't help but keep thinking if I was supposed to think there's something weirder going on with the dad. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, you're not even doing any of that, that part huh? was not <laughs> high in my mind. But anyway, they get back together, although at this point, the dad is fully like, this mm-hmm. guy is trouble. Yep. He's right. They have a weird confrontation. He's yes. like, stay away from my daughter. Yes. Talk about this confrontation. Yeah, so in this confrontation, the dad um, comes to, like, kind of basically tell him off. It's like, you got to leave her alone. And David just comes back, like, kind of roaring at him. He's like, oh, I, I get it. Like, you have a weirdo, like, jealousy trip. Like, it's hard for your, you as a father. I'm, I'm hip to your problems, I'm hip man. I'm to your problems. Like, you see your wife, and she's all up on my stick. stick. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, David, who are you? You never speak. And then when you speak, it's. Just utter, utter insanity. And oh. he kind of, like, tries to call out, like, work is struggling, like, your wife isn't happy, like, your daughter's leaving you. And then they basically kind of um, just, you know, have kind of this, like, not even fight. He, like, verbally abuses the father. The father's like, oh, you better stay away. <laughs> and then he drives away. And then he starts beating his chest. Mark Wahlberg yes, Mark starts Wahlberg. hitting his chest as hard as he can. Like gladiator. Like he's about to go into war kind of thing. Totally. Just like the most intense facial, facial expression. <laughs> um, and you're like, oh, okay, that's weird. Okay. Just, you know, he's just expressing himself. But then later you find out he tells um, he tells Nicole that her father basically punched him in the chest until he was like bruised and like crack ribs. But he had done it to himself. He had done it to himself. Also, it was so strange that the dad didn't even, the dad's like, but I didn't hit him that hard. I'm like, Dad, you didn't hit him at all. <laughs> like, did he hit him originally? And then they cut that scene. And then they forget. Like, it was just. And and I almost thought I saw on the, fa- on the dad's face, like, maybe I did hit him. So yeah. hard I bruised him. Like, good for me. And yeah. Like, no, you didn't. I don't think you touched him. No. At all. Um, so he's crazy. That sends. I think that. I think we're repeatedly supposed to say, like, okay, well. David's crazy, but the dad being overprotective sends Reese running back into right, his arms. Right, um, definitely that. But then the final break between Reese and David is so crazy. Reese is like, "My dad doesn't understand me. He beat up David. Yeah, you know what? I've never been to David's house. He always comes to mine. Yeah, but I'm gonna like go visit him. Right. So somehow she knows where the house is, but she's never been there before. She shows up. She's looking through the window, and. What does she I, see? This, this was crazy. This was the craziest. This was the most intense scene I mean, in the entire this of is a very intense. Capital movie. P, capital S, capital T. This is. It has it all. So, like, she peeks into the window. There's some kind of weird party going on. Like a bunch of shady characters. Poor Alyssa Milano. She's like in her panties and a bra, like <laughs> grinding up against. She looks that. great. By she the way. does. She looks. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. She's like grinding up against this guy, like he's seated. Her boyfriend. She, yeah, her, her boyfriend. Disgusting She's boyfriend. like 
on him. He's like smoking crack or of course, some yeah. kind of drugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, She's like, gra- I thought that he was inside her, right? except he okay. has pants on and she has a <laughs> she has like her G string on. Yeah, but she is riding, riding. him. Yeah, like yes. Yeah, I mean, it was fairly pornographic. It was. And so then David enters the picture, and what does he do, this dynamic? Oh, my God. So he comes up, starts kind of choking Alyssa Milano from the side, or maybe he's pulling her hair as hard as he can, and he's like, tell me, you tell your boyfriend that you want me more than him. Which, first of all, anyone would. (laughs) I mean, her boyfriend is disgusting, and we have gotten to see Mark Wahlberg's naked torso a couple times, and it's... Absolutely unimpeachable. Yeah. So, <laughs> just fantastic. So, like, literally anyone would. Yeah. But he's just like, tell your boyfriend that you want me more than you. And you see Alyssa Milano. I mean, they, they did a great job showing, like, Alyssa Milano is, like, crying. Yeah. She's saying, stop, stop. It's very unclear to me what her boyfriend is thinking yeah. in this case. Like, is he upset by this, but he defers to David, or is he, like, not care at all? But he ends up... Make, forcing Alyssa Milano is very swim fan. Tell me you love me. He yes. like forces Alyssa Milano to say, I want you. Yeah. He then picks her up, takes her into a bedroom and rapes her. Yes. All while we don't see the actual rape, but it's very clear what's about to happen. And yeah. he says to her, and he's like, I'm going to fuck her now. Yeah. And, and then Reese the, Witherspoon is just watching the entire thing through the window. Yeah. And the gross boyfriend's like, Oh, take her. Like, I don't even like, you know, I don't even care about her or whatever. Totally. The whole thing, Slut. Yeah. It was just like, Weird power stuff, rapey, was just very crazy. So she sees this, and obviously she's like, well, like, now it has to be over. Okay, so then I guess at this point, Reese is truly over her, him, and I think we're now in the point of the plot where he's just, like, trying to get back in her life and basically kind of um, constantly terrorizing her and her family. Um, Reese is also super pissed at Alyssa Milano. She, like, cuts her out of her life and reveals right. that she knows what she did. Right. Which, I mean, I get that you could have some... Emotion, and also I think it would be fair for her to be like, Alyssa, you had kind of pushed these very toxic people into our lives. Right. But it's like, no, you just witnessed Alyssa yeah. Milano get raped. I know. By your boyfriend. And like, you're just like, I can't believe you did that to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> this is not on the level of, like, I do think, like, you could be angry at Alyssa Milano for, say, trying to seduce your dad. Yes. Absolutely. But, like, you have just witnessed your best friend get raped by your boyfriend, like yes. very obviously forcibly. Yes, and you, yeah, and and her. You can't be mad. Her conclusion is like, I can't believe you would do that to totally. me. Totally, like but I, you're out of my life. At least she's mad at both of them. At least she's like, David is a monster, whatever. Yeah. Um, David realizes that she knows what happened. Yes. Um, he then also very similar to swim fan crazily tries to run Alyssa Milano off the road. Like, you see Alyssa Milano, again, driving through the woods. David tries to run her off the road. Exact parallel to Swim Fan. Yeah. No, truly. Exact parallel. Yeah, and then once, like, she doesn't end up getting hurt, but then he, like, kind of corners her car, and he, like, slaps her up, says all this, like, really rude stuff. It's awful. It's awful. He then also is like, you're going to make this problem go away. Or I'll kill you. And then he kisses her so tenderly. It was very PSD. I know. And, very and psychosexual. she's crying to stop crying. You loved it. You, uh, I know. This yeah. movie, I mean. This, it was, it was actually, it, I, I, I mean, we'll get there, but I would highly recommend this movie to anyone and everyone. Yes, yes, true. Like, nonstop entertainment, nonstop crazy, gasping, disgusting, horrible things happening. Yes. Um, 
so at this point, like the 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 rift has happened. Yeah. And then in almost sort of like a throwaway thing, but I think just to like ramp things even more, Gary ends up getting murdered right. by like Mark Wahlberg. Again, Gary is like walking through the woods for no reason. Like lots, <laughs> everything happens in the woods. Like we've never seen anyone in the woods before. Gary's walking home from school through like this enormous national Enchanted park forest. forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wahlberg kills him. Right. And then the next scene we see. Um, Alyssa Milano shows up at the house, shows up at Nicole, at Reese Witherspoon's house. Right. And is like, hey, Gary's dead. Right. He was beaten to death in the forest. Yeah. Oh, no, but that we missed the climax. So what actually drives the final encounter also? Like, what does Reese's dad do? Right, right. So before we get there, I have to say, um, this was my favorite line in the entire movie, <sighs> pointed out by a friend before I watched it, but oh. I definitely noticed it. So after he, uh, so like at this point, Mark and Reese completely over, he's totally trying to terrorize her family. He goes to like the mall, kind of like finds her in the bathroom, acts really crazy with her there, kind of like was like strangling her and telling her like, you'll never not be with me. He had gotten that crazy self tattoo and showed her that. Oh, right, right, right. Then he also completely destroys her father's like red Corvette, mm. like, um, you know, a car oh, yeah. and left, left him a note that says, now I've popped both your cherries. <laughs> that was insanity. Yeah. So of course the dad completely goes off, somehow finds his house. Somehow finds his house. Yeah. yeah. And then goes there, kind of destroys things, but finds a shrine at what is inside Mark Wahlberg's shrine room. Oh yeah. So, I mean, there's a family photo of the, of their family, but then <laughs> he's also stolen a bracelet that Reese Witherspoon had in her bedroom that said daddy's girl. Right. And, and like used crude metalworking techniques to change it to say David's girl. Yes. And also I had like her panties on the night they were together. Oh. Also the family photo, did you notice he had replaced the father's head with his own Oh, head. I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Okay, that makes it much creepier. It was like, well, he just stole a photo, whatever. Okay, he had, very he creepy. He like photoshopped his own face onto the father. Which is also funny because it's like, so you like very possessive of a Reese, but also you like want to like be with the stepmom, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So basically this whole thing, like they're basically at war now. They come yeah. home, their house is destroyed. So they're like, we're going to go and get them now. Oh yeah. The dad. So the dad like completely destroys this house. Also, they were so mad about it, but that house was destroyed when he right. walked in. Like the entire house is already covered in graffiti. Yeah. Like garbage everywhere. Also, I have to say, I have to point this out. So remember when we first meet David and the disgusting guy and they're playing pool? Yeah. I noticed the small detail after the house was destroyed, they're going through like the terrible drug dealer buddies, including Mark Wahlberg. And they're like trying to like figure out what's been ruined. And that one disgusting man can't get over his broken pool, pool sticks. Pool sticks. <laughs> the pool sticks. How the dare cues. they bring How dare they snack the pool cues. Also, it's like they love pool so much. It's like you're already going to the sandwich shop and playing pool all the time. Why do you need a pool table at home? I know. that was. You also have no money. You have like 15 people living in this like condemned building. Anyway, so he's – so they're furious. And this is actually like something I I couldn't really decide for myself. I mean in Swim Fan, it's very obvious – another like very classic PSD. It's all of the horrible stuff that happens – stems from this one crazy main villain. Yeah. Um, the Erica Christensen character. Whereas David is obviously crazy, but then 
he is able to wreak so much havoc because he also has like 10 insane yes. friends and they basically seem totally motivated by the fact that their house got, he's yeah. like, oh, I know who, who fucked up our house. Yeah. Let's go get him. And literally the guys are like, we will murder right. this entire family right. because the father broke our pool, pool sticks. sticks. Which by the way, the reason he did is because our friend raped uh, like this guy's daughter's friend and also like basically and like murdered their murdered best friend her, his, her best so, friend and also punched her in the eye and is abused her totally right so like but let's go get them let's go get them and they come completely prepared completely <laughs> prepared they have a they have toolboxes yeah, they have drills they have drills they somehow cut the phone lines yes. to the house which like I don't even know how, how you find a phone like, like electricians too they're also, like, again, this, so we find out that they have, like, a special police station whose only job is to watch the house. I and they're like, so. Larry, we'll see. Larry, the police officer. And it's like, why are you so security focused? Like, we didn't never know, find like, out. why we never find out. Just a texture. Yeah, so basically, um, Milano's character comes over. She's in the house of the family. And they basically are under siege. They Ugh. completely, like, uh, block all the doors. And then it's, like, you know, the end of the movie is basically. How did they first find in. out, though, that they're there? How do they? So the little boy, who is, again, like barely in the movie, the little boy sees, they have this dog, Kaiser, German Shepherd. Again, a very like security-oriented dog, maybe. Yeah. Um, They see the dog peek its head through the doggy window. Oh, God. And the the boy's like, good boy, come come to me. Yeah. And then the dog comes in all the way and it turns out it's just the bloody severed head of the dog. Sure, yeah. And then one of the creepy friends of David sticks his head in through the doggy door after his like, we're going to kill you all. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? Yeah. So then, they try yeah. and call the police. The phone lines are cut. They re- They're like, that's when the stepmom's like, we're okay. Like we have double reinforced doors, the no entry without the code. And Reese is like, Oh wait, I gave David the code. Yeah. Gave David the code. Yeah. And then it continues to be like 15 minutes of just like warfare, basically. They're like trying to hack their way in. They get in the house. They've like tied up the parents. They're like, you know, harassing and trying to rape the, the girls. And it's just absolutely The police crazy. officer does notice something going on at the house. He sees the lights flicking on and off and on and off. He comes down. And we think like, okay, everything's over. He like gets, he like doesn't trust Mark Wahlberg, he gets yep. him in handcuffs, and then ends up getting shot yep. by one of his friends. Yeah, because the friends, they just don't care, they'll kill everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so here, so should we just get to the end? Yeah. yeah. They're like, you know, at one point, it's towards the end, um, oh, and this is a crazy part, right before everything does kind of uh, wrap up, Mark Wahlberg goes upstairs, and his disgusting friend is like trying to rape Reese Witherspoon. So oh, he just yeah. kills his friend. So he shoots his friend, friend in the head. head. We're just like, what's going on? Yeah. But then in the end, uh, the family, they kind of are able to basically get out of their handcuffs, get Mark Wahlberg. Mm. The dad ends up pushing him through the window. Yep. The little boy saves the day. Oh, right. Little boy saves the day. He sneaks out to the car. He like, the little boy runs over one Call of the friends. Yeah. Calls 911 with a car phone. Great 90s detail. Yes, yes. Um, Takes the key the from the key corpse. From the, from the policeman's corpse to unhandcuff the yeah. mom. The mom takes the keys, unhandcuffs the dad. Like, the little brother saves the day. Yeah, Toby. But he's going to need so much so much therapy after that. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, then they kind of... It's over, right? That's... Yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, yeah. He, he pushes David out the window. Yeah. So, just truly insane. 
And I mean, I think at the end of the day, like there are parts towards the end where, especially because they give the father that like, they don't have Reese, like a different direction would be like Reese pushes him out the window right. or the stepmom does. Right. But they have the, or like the police come and save the day, but yeah. they have the dad overpower him and shove him out the window right. and kill him. Right. Which to me, it's like, is this entire movie the fantasy of an overprotective father? Like, is the screenwriter yeah. someone whose daughter just turned 16 and he, like, hates all the guys she's going yeah, out she's with and is like... with her being a virgin, basically, or something. Yeah. No, because I noticed that as well. The last scene, also, he defeats the villain. He and Reese are, like, hugging and crying, and it's almost like, you know, a guy saving his love. You're obsessed with the dad. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is a sexual... <laughs> Projected all my fans <laughs> that, but no, the rest of the people in the house are all like in a separate room. They're like, oh, and it's a very yeah. I feel like yeah. the dad daughter thing is it's very essential. It's also like the whole thing, as with so many stories in the '90s and before. Um, I feel like the whole thing is like a metaphor, an allegory of like you sleep with a guy and he becomes a monster. Like yeah. everything's great. Perfect. And then you lose your virginity yeah. just like you're not supposed to. And then the guy yeah. becomes a nightmare. And like in real life, it's just that the guy like was so nice and then he stops calling you back. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like, no, like literally your life is over. He tries to kill your entire family. Yep. He does kill your best friend, tries to kill your entire family. Yeah. Cuts your he- dog's head off. Don't have sex. Right. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Anyway, I mean, I think we've said everything we could possibly yeah, say about yeah. this movie. Um, I would have to say, usually when movies, like, have, like, logical fallacies and things like that, it bothers me. But, like, we've talked about multiple times. Mm. I kind of love... Oh, I loved it. Just all these weird, crazy twists that never get resolved. Totally. It, just, it was like, okay, what's next? Then what? Totally. But, yeah. I, but there weren't that many holes. To me, there weren't a lot of holes. They weren't like, wait, how could that have happened? Like, right, I feel right. like You're they right. did yeah. enough base covering of, like... Right. It was, it was just extra details that you thought would go somewhere but then don't totally again like the car like the oh this is the model of car that explodes for no reason never explodes never nothing bad ever happens with that car um so yeah that was fear the leads are weak the leads are weak fucking leads are weak you're weak i've been in this business 15 years what's your name fuck you that's my name (laughs) you know why mister because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. Okay, so uh, like we usually do, I have gone ahead and curated some of my favorite reviews for this movie. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and share with them with you guys now. So, okay, first one is One Star Review by a reviewer named A Kid. Uh, Fear is probably the movie I hate most in all the world. Every girl I know seems to have the wrong idea about sexuality and love because of this movie. <laughs> the movie focuses too much on extremes, perfect sex love, and then horrible abuse murder. Life is not like that. <sighs> At least Fatal Attraction and even Swim Fan make movies that have a point. Save your money and rate fatal, rent Fatal Attraction. Wait, what's the point of Swim Fan that's not the point of this? Uh... You know, yeah, that, that's actually what I would be curious to ask a kid. Is it, is it what that, is, the... is, is he saying that he, because Fatal Attraction and Swim Fan, the main character cheats on their partner. Oh, okay. And that kind of, does he saying like he wants the movie to be like. Have a moral lesson? Yeah, have like a lesson and this one doesn't. So what would this one's lesson be? I mean, again, maybe like don't, don't sleep with a stranger, don't sleep with anyone or like. 
I don't know, like, read the, or, like, don't trust your crazy friend who's, like, right. taking you into these situations. Like, listen to your dad. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or maybe the, yeah. Or maybe yeah. it's not a straight-up lesson. Maybe it's just. Maybe like, a kid is right. <laughs> maybe a kid is right. Okay. Um, second one, five stars from Eric Ruiz. Um, you want to see Without Her Spoon Get Finger Blasted? This is the movie for you. I mostly picked this one because I didn't know Without Her Spoon. Wait, was Without like, Her Spoon? Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Yeah. Is that, was, is that her? I bet it was an autocorrect. Oh, I thought it with was her, in Clever. Without Her Spoon? Yeah. Oh, With Her Spoon, Without Her Spoon. Yeah. I guess, I wonder if, can we like quickly Google that and see I mean, if, I was I'm like, gonna is Google that a cult nickname? Is that like a cult nickname? Like, or with, we're like the Without Her Spoonies or something. You know? Oh my, Without Her Spoon meme. Oh my, Reese Without Her Spoon is a thing. <gasps> Reese Without Her Spoon. Reese, oh. There's just like a photo of Reese with oh. a Photoshop spoon in her hand yeah. that says Reese Witherspoon, and then one that's the normal photo and it says Reese without her spoon. Oh, yeah, so you learn a new meme every day okay. on Amazon reviews. Yeah, okay. Um, and then another one from David V. Two and a half stars. A movie where the entire message is, hey, look, I'm Mark Wahlberg. What's up? So I did have a question is, huh. seeing this movie, would you have like fallen in love with like Mark Wahlberg, the actor? Like, like... Are you supposed to come out of this movie and think he's, like, extremely hot? Because I, I don't know if I would. So, I thought... Because I'm into the dad, obviously. I I was, <laughs> only have eyes for the dad. Okay. I feel like Mark Wahlberg's performance was extremely creepy and yeah. effective. So, I feel like I would have come out of this and been like, oh, yeah. Like, like into great him. actor. Uh. Um, obviously, he looked great. He looked great. So yeah, I mean yeah. it would, and in fact, the one thing I thought was interesting is when I looked up the summary on Amazon, it was like, Reese Witherspoon and Alyssa Milano star in this blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait, no. Alyssa yeah. Milano is like, not a star. Like, yeah. she's in it, she's a main character. She's in it less than the dad, less than the, the mom. The dad, like, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, he also got top billing, I'm not sure if you noticed. Mark Wahlberg was the very first oh, line okay. in the cast. Okay. And I think it makes sense. I mean, he's, he has the most... It was like the biggest performance, yes, for sure. Yes. Do you actually remember that there was a moment where, um, when he's beginning the home invasion, which is so PST, the home invasion is so PST, right? Because it's like the place you feel safe and yes. secure, and then it's like this crazy force that you've already welcomed. It's so vampire, yes. right? Like yeah, they've already him. welcomed him in. Yes. Anyway, um, he's looking through the people, and he sees David, yes. and David's like, being like really oh. quiet and creepy. We'll cut in some of the audio yeah, from this because he that. just, or in even like a gif, he basically just like goes crazy. Yeah. Let me in the house. Let me in the house. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So last review I want to share is five stars from Nicole W. Amazing movie. Every girl should watch this movie before thinking about dating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an yep. after school special really. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Awesome. So should we go ahead and give this movie a rating? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, as always, we rate this on our pumpkin spice scale. How many pumpkins for how scary it is, um, how much spice for how sexy it is, um, and just like generally, would you tell people to see it? So what's your rating on the um, on how many pumpkins and how much spice, Deanna? Uh, I would say nine pumpkins. Mm. Uh, the home invasion, all that is pretty scary. Or no, maybe like eight pumpkins, eight mm. pumpkins. And then, um, you know, spice, like 12. This yeah. is truly, I think, of the movies we've seen so far, oh, the most definitely. just insane. And mostly because it's like the the fusion of like the psycho with the sexual, with the thrilling in those moments. So, 
Yeah, and um, I would say definitely see that see this movie. Yeah, I um, I would say this is by far the scariest and the sexiest movie we've watched. Um, but I also feel like I've been grading. Now I want to change my whole grading <laughs> scale because I don't want to give this ten because then where do we go from there? Yeah. But I feel like I've been giving everything six through eight, but I feel like eight or nine. Um, it's hard for me to imagine like a psychosexual thriller and not just a straight up horror movie, mm-hmm. but a psychosexual thriller being that much scarier than this. I mean, this was like quite scary yeah. in the home invasion front. Although I guess the stakes were low. I mean, I never really felt like, Re- I did think maybe Reese Witherspoon's dad would get killed. Right. I thought that was on the table. I thought more of them could be killed. Maybe I'll go nine pumpkins. Okay. Um, it's hard for me to think. And actually like listeners, if you have any suggestions for a psychosexual yeah. thriller that would, be scarier than this? Let me know. I mean, it's called Fear. Literally, the name of the movie is Fear. Yeah. Um, so, Nine Pumpkins, and yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, ten, ten, ten Shakes of Spice. Yeah. And absolutely, I would recommend anyone to see this. This is one of the, the best, like, s- movies that I streamed on my couch. No, I have to say, I, it was really good. It and was it, gripped. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely, definitely go see it. Cool, okay. Sounds like we can't say enough about this movie. Um, please check it out. Let us know what you thought. Um, so that's going to be it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and next week we will be discussing The Boy Next Door, an epic 2015 PSD starring JLo. So feel free to give it a watch or not and join us. Great. And um, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Um, I'm assuming if you're listening, you you might know us personally. So if you have any questions about how to leave a rating and review on iTunes, um, feel free to just ask. Yeah, text us. Cool. Okay. Bye. Bye.